Welcome to the Creative Photo Booth Podcast, an informational podcast with a weekly dose of topics on how to level up your photo booth business. Join us as we dive deeper into the photo booth industry and talk about how to stand out in a flooded market, set trends, and create a unique client experience. I'm Katie. And I'm Sarah. And we're your hosts. Hey guys, welcome back for episode 10. How are you today, Katie? (laughs) I am good. I have literally had Bruno Mars stuck in my head all day. (laughs) And I don't know the last time that I actually heard a song by him. So I have no idea where it came from. (laughs) I've just been, and it's not just one song. Like I've been singing several different variations. (laughs) That's pretty funny. (laughs) How are you? Good. I've actually been working my butt off this morning and it's it's been nice, very productive day today. So it has been a productive day. Yeah. I'm I love productive days. You know, it just gets me really excited and in the mindset. So I love those days. Productive (laughs) Thursday. Definitely. That's that's what day it is. We usually try to record on (laughs) Tuesdays, but you know, turns out living the life of podcasters (laughs) is pretty crazy. It is, but I enjoy it very much. (laughs) No, I love it. Yeah, I think just the hustle of it and just trying to be focused with it, it's just been really fun and something new and fresh for, I think, the both of us, and I really enjoy it, and it's crazy. I didn't think I would enjoy it this much. (laughs) Yeah, and it's creative in and of itself, you know, like it. we just get to be that much more creative, and I love that you guys enjoy listening you know, a lot of you have been reaching out on Instagram since we've started and emailing and, you know, just telling us how much you are inspired by the podcast. And that really means a lot to us. So yeah. And thank I you so much. Seriously, cannot believe we're already on episode 10. Like, that's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even think I've stopped to think about it. Yeah. Same. It's just been like a workflow that we've incorporated, you know, we just into dive schedules. In. Yeah. <laughs> Like, hey, we're just going to be podcasters. Yep. (laughs) You know. I love it. (laughs) All right. Well, so let's dive into this topic. We've received so many requests for this episode, and people have been asking what our go-to resources are for backdrops and props. And I felt really bad over the last couple weeks because we've had like a ton of people that have messaged (laughs) us. And I'm like, please stay tuned yeah because we're actually gonna do please be patient (laughs) an entire episode and it would just be hard to be like I don't know I didn't want to give anything away and then also you know it's hard to like answer every single one individually when we are going to put it into an episode so I was just like stay tuned it is coming very soon (laughs) and it's here so you know we're going to talk about our favorite places but we're also going to give a rundown of our process about how we get inspiration for sourcing the backdrops and props for our business. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, we wouldn't be a photo booth company without backdrops and props, you know? Exactly. So like this that is, is what a we're all really about. exciting topic and I am so excited to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's so, great. So I know Katie, you have given me like a ton of inspiration, you know, when we first started out. I really enjoyed seeing, you know, all of your unique backdrops and, you know, your confetti backdrop and your American flag backdrop, and then just all of your props that you kind of implemented into, you know, Badass Booth. I remember looking online everywhere for your confetti backdrop, and I could not find it. (laughs) Well, it's one of a kind. Yeah. And we had a client request an American flag backdrop for the bridal shower we just did. So... That was way back then. You had someone request it. That's (laughs) so crazy. Also, one thing I should correct about the confetti backdrop, it's not necessarily one of a kind. It's handmade. It's literally one of one. (laughs) So I don't want to say that I'm the only one with it, but, you know, few (laughs) people have it and they've put the blood, sweat, and tears into it. So, (laughs) Um, But, yeah, it's crazy that you – you know, have clients that request the American flag backdrop. I mentioned in a previous episode that like some people like don't understand it. They're like, yeah, what's the <laughs> political significance? And I'm like, it's not significant. <laughs> it's just really cool and edgy. But, you know, 
I saw on someone's Instagram years and years ago, you know, they have it like hang, they had it hanging in their office and I loved it so mm-hmm. much that I bought it for our living room and it hung there for a really long time. And then when we got the photo booth, as soon as we got the booth, I was like, this is definitely going to become a backdrop. It's yeah. so edgy. It's black and white, which is 100% our brand, you know? Oh, so for sure. yeah. I kind of just kind of made it into a backdrop. You know, I sewed portion at the top, sewed a portion at the bottom and same thing with the confetti backdrop. That is also handmade. So, you know, those are kind of my two and I have one more, but those are kind of my two backdrops that are like not bought. You have to like actually yeah. make them into something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I saw your confetti backdrop, I was seriously obsessed. Like when I saw it, I knew like that's something I wanted to have in our collection. We didn't really have much of like the silver, you know, and yeah. out here, Palm Springs Disco is very, very popular and trendy right now. So I was like, I need this in my life. <laughs> Which is so funny that you say that because I literally had a client. It's the one that I referred to you. Yeah. That wants a modern disco theme for her wedding and That's she's awesome. getting married in Palm Springs. So I guess that actually must be a really popular oh, thing out there. Totally. I keep seeing so many styled shoots. I actually did a styled shoot back in December and it was very disco Palm Springs. And now I keep seeing everyone doing it. It's so cute. I love it awesome it is yeah and that's one of my favorite backdrops I wish that clients requested it more I don't know why people are always like why you know it, it just goes yeah. back to like I think people just see like the, my gold sequin or my silver sequin or my white mm-hmm. and that's like they're like safe they feel safe so they just yeah. always pick kind of the same things but then I have that one client is like this backdrop is awesome like <laughs> the one I just mentioned Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we get to like bring it out and like show it off. So we really like it. Yeah. I remember you telling me she was like head over heels for it, obsessed. I have to have it. <laughs> yeah. So that just made me excited. And then – And now you have it. Yeah. So that's kind of how it started. I was like, Katie, what am I going to do if she books me? Like I need this backdrop. Like I knew it. I, I was already something. in my head. <laughs> I was like – okay, what if I just like mail it to Sarah and then she can use it and then like mail it back? Yeah. Maybe we can work that out. And then you were like, oh, um, I just made this. So <laughs> yeah. I love it. Well, so on the topic of making backdrops, you and Randall make a lot of your backdrops. So yeah. Can you share a little bit about your process? You know, I will say, you know, I just want to put this out there in case anyone else relates to me. I feel like making backdrops is very intimidating. I have done a couple myself but not by myself you know I had some people helping me but it just feels like it requires like a team of people and you know like I said I I did recruit some people to help me but there's like so much work and I just want to hear about your process and just like you know props Mm -hmm. to you no pun intended actually pun intended (laughs) I definitely intended that pun um (laughs) um to you and Randall for like working as a team and yeah. creating these backdrops, these dream backdrops for your clients. I'm so, seriously, yeah, I'm really surprised with, you know, the team effort that we've put in together. I was really intimidated with the idea as well. And Randall's like, yeah, right. I could whip that thing up in a couple hours. And like, he, did just, he just know how to sew. Yeah, or- <laughs> he took on the challenge, you know. <laughs> Renal and I both know how to sew. That's kind of been like a passion of ours since we first started dating. And Okay, he, so step one, yeah, know how to sew. Exactly. Take a basic <laughs> sewing class or resort to YouTube. <laughs> yes. Yeah. YouTube will help tremendously even if you do have a sewing machine, you know. It takes time and a lot of practice, but, you know, Randall's like, you know what, let's make this, like, I want to make it happen. He's like, I want to take on the challenge. I'm okay with it. His mom actually does have a serger machine, which cuts off the ends. It kind of locks everything in if you know anything about serging. I don't. I I don't know anything (laughs) about serging. Should I explain this? (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. So basically, a serger, you know, takes off those rough edges and it's combining, you know, four to eight different types of threads into a stitch, which is crazy, but it pretty much seals off, you know, the whole look and finish of anything that you're sewing. So like your clothes, backdrops, whatever it is, you know, it's just that final touch. 
And so when he was considering making our backdrops, he asked his mom, he's like, can I use your serger? And she's like, yeah, let me show you how to use it. So we spent, I would say, you know, maybe like three times with her, like three sessions with her. Learning how to do it. Yeah, just learning the process, how to use it. There's hundreds of different stitches you can use with it. Um, And it's just a really neat, tool to use yeah Yeah, but they're very expensive you know they cost they cost thousands (laughs) yeah I was gonna say if anyone was scared to create their own custom backdrops before they probably (laughs) are now (laughs) yeah but don't let me don't let me scare you guys off seriously because you can do it with a simple sewing machine you know Randall wanted to take the serger and like just use it and figure out how to use it he likes to take on challenges like that and I think that's what got us both really excited about making these backdrops and just working as a team and making sure it really held up and just was really secure you know it sounds like he kind of has it down to a science like practice makes perfect so (laughs) Definitely don't let the serger part no. deter you if you don't have this really expensive machine. But also take note that if you are looking to like go into business for making <laughs> backdrops or you really want to implement this in your company and like really, really go all out with it, that is something that can help. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you make both curtains and you've made installations, you know, for example, mm-hmm. the live wall that you did. So let's talk about to start. Let's talk with the about the curtains. Okay. You know, yeah. what is your process for making them? And do you have any tips to make it less intimidating for someone who maybe doesn't have a serger machine or doesn't have a team behind them to help them sew? Yeah. Well, I would suggest having a friend for support <laughs> or the extra help. Yeah. Or an assistant. Exactly. It just helps because we really team up together. You know, um, we'll go to the craft store to get our fabric. So when we are sourcing the fabric, we try to look for bolts of fabric at 108 inches wide. That Mm -hmm. way it's extra wide. You know, we're not cutting the material. It's all one piece. So it makes it seamless. Exactly. Because you will see the seam. I've tested it out with our photo booth. And if you do have seams, you know, you're going to see it in photos. So just make sure that you are getting fabric wide enough and then we usually get three yards so then it makes a nine by nine foot backdrop and then the fabric pretty big yeah the fabric usually costs us probably around 10 to 20 dollars depending on what kind of fabric we're going with and probably where you go exactly um i know if we were to go out to la to the fashion district oh my gosh we could get it between a dollar so and five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so much cheaper than the local craft store. Exactly. But I've ordered fabric in LA before. Yeah. You know, like I know how cheap it is. Oh, yeah. It's so cheap. But then it's like, okay, you spend a day going out there, you know, for us, gas, everything. It's a whole day kind of thing. So we're just like, all yeah, right. Yeah, I you know actually what? had, <laughs> when I say I did it, I had someone that happened to be in California <laughs> and like bought it for me. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even like set foot in. <laughs> the place so when I say I Katie, bought it did I you didn't. fly out here to buy material no. <laughs> I did have someone that did it so I was like really? hey just pick me up yeah definitely because yeah. it's so much cheaper definitely yeah and you know a serger is very very expensive so if you don't have a serger you know just use your sewing machine um you can do there's also that glue that's yes. um mm-hmm. liquid stitch you know I'm not gonna you know weigh in on how <laughs> much the the liquid glue is gonna (laughs) hold up you know really having heavy sequins or something but Mm -hmm. you know I have used that for props and things so that there is that option if you want to seal those ends and you don't have the machine yeah definitely so you know if you're using a regular sewing machine you know just take that material the material is thin enough where we actually roll it so if we're sewing one edge we'll actually roll it up And then just feed it through the sewing machine to do that stitch. And then we just do each side, you know. And so I actually like to lay it all out and then pin the top part and do about like five inches to feed it through like our poles and stuff for the backdrop. So just keep that in mind. Um, That's why we usually get three yards. So it's a nine by nine. I think it's a little over that. So 
that gives us enough room, you know, to have that overlap if we are doing that top part. So just keep that in mind. So what about you? I know you've sewed up a few backdrops before. How do you go about it? So I've only done the one really, which is the American flag, Mm -hmm. but I didn't start from scratch with it. I went to the craft store and bought black fabric to match the black stripes that you know, we're already there because I just bought an American flag. And then I sewed room at the top so that the flag would hang low enough on the backdrop and put a two-inch pocket at the top for the pole. Got it. So wait, are you sewing stripes onto your backdrop? No, I just added two feet of extra black fabric at the top that included the pole just so it would hang like long enough. Mm -hmm. And then at the bottom, I sewed a ton of extra fabric, probably about four extra feet so that it would hang to the ground and just be like a full backdrop. But the American flag itself just happened to be extremely wide. So I didn't have to sew anything to the Got sides. Okay. And I didn't sew it on to anything. I just kind of added some fabric to the top and bottom. And also by me sewing it, I just definitely mean that I recruited a friend <laughs> who has a sewing machine. Yeah. She taught me how to use it. She stood over me the whole time to make sure I didn't clamp my finger. <laughs> and, you know, I did learn how to use it, but I would be lost without her. And if I sat down in front of it, I would have no idea what oh, I was doing. Sure. Yeah. It's not like riding a bike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I know what you mean. I used to sew pretty much every week with my mom. So that's kind of how I learned. And then same with Randall. He learned with his mom. So I think the more you learn with an elder. (laughs) Yeah. Don't mind me saying that. But seriously, take the time to learn because there's so many tricks that you could use that, you know, make things easier and not so complicated. And it just helps you throughout the process, you know. Or if you don't have time to learn, like me, I'm just starting so late in the game, you know, Mm -hmm. find a friend or a family member that is genuinely willing to partner with you and pay them or buy them dinner, whatever kind of you know, agreement that you can make where they're like, I'm going to help you with your projects. And as long as they feel feel like they're, you know, getting their like money's worth or dinner's worth or whatever, that can be a great resource. Because for me, I don't have time to buy a machine. And Mm -hmm. it is hard to do it by yourself. Like you really do need two people. Yeah, they're they're really expensive. So try to find someone if you, you know, if you don't have the time like me, because I'm on the Mm -hmm. opposite end of you. Yeah. But what about installations like balloon arches? You know, we talked about the live wall that you did. So how do you go about helping a client like pursue custom backdrops like those? And what is the process of sourcing the materials and labor? Yeah. So for the tropical wall, I actually did not do that. (laughs) I could not pull (laughs) that off. (laughs) Behind the scenes. I wish I did, but no. life. (laughs) Exactly. I could not do something like that. Um, I was actually styling, you know, this party for my client. She hired us with the photo booth first and then, you know, asked me, hey, do you know of like a stylist or a florist or any of these other vendors that could help out with the party? And I was like, hello, I'm a stylist. I would love to help you. And so I kind of sent her the idea of a tropical backdrop as like part of the photo booth. And she was like, yes, oh my gosh, we have to do it. So she hired my friend Rachel, which was the florist, you know, for the party. And we talked about doing a tropical backdrop. And our client had where we were set up was actually on her deck on um, her outdoor like patio. And she had this really cute like wooden wall, I guess, you know, like as a privacy area on the deck. And, you know, there was kind of like little slats in it. So openings and stuff. And I mentioned, I was like, let's put the photo booth there and we could create a really cute backdrop, you know, with tropical florals and like all the greenery and stuff. And she's like, yes, I love it. Let's do it. So basically what Rachel did was she got, you know, her little floral things with like the green foam and stuff like that. She Mm -hmm. has like little casings that they go in and she zip tied all of that up to the wall. And then she did an eight by four feet. And then she just filled it with greenery and florals and all that. So I know my client texted me a couple weeks ago. She's like, 
I I left that thing up there for as long as I could because it was just so yeah. beautiful. You and it know? was real flowers, right? Oh yeah, everything was fresh from That's LA. Crazy. Yeah, it was beautiful. I wish I had clients that wanted to do those types of backdrops, but I always feel like it's up to me to kind of present the ideas like you did mm-hmm. with your client. Yeah, you know. But the hard part from there is making the suggestion. You know, after making the suggestion, it's like okay, but now how do I execute it? So exactly. I don't personally do any tropical walls or balloon arches myself. So <laughs> you know, where do you go? from there you know I know you just said that you you asked your friend Mm -hmm. Rachel the florist but does that typically happen is that typically the process I think so I think that's why like vendor relationships are so important you know if you're working these events talk to the florist you know talk to someone the person who did the balloon arch or these backdrops or whoever it is you know or even the planner or the stylist behind it all because you know if we are creating these relationships you know we have clients that we come across all the time looking for these different things or have different ideas. And so if we meet all these other vendors, why not throw it out to your client? And then it could end in something really cool, especially for the photo booth, you know, a cool photo booth right. backdrop. So need to network more. That's yes. step two <laughs> to making custom mm-hmm. backdrops. I feel like working from home you have to really make more of an effort and leave the house. But honestly, I don't know if there are any if there are any like balloon arch vendors in Richmond. I know people who kind of make them, but I don't yeah. know if it's their job or if it's just kind of a hobby. So I need to research more. But, you know, I feel like making those vendor relationships is probably really important to this. Do you have really briefly, just because I yeah. do have this question, do you have any advice for like helping the client fit that in their budget? Because, you know, in the last episode in pricing, for example, we talked about how, you know, it's hard for clients sometimes to be able to like fit us into their budget mm-hmm. and we have to like show our values. So yeah. wanting to be more creative and do more backdrops like that, you know, how do you on top of like saying, book me, please, mm-hmm. I promise it's worth it. Yeah. How do you then say, add this to your budget? Yeah. So basically when we first met our friend Ellen with the pop shop, um, so I met her at one of our very first events and, you know, I kind of networked with her. We've partnered with her for a lot of events this year and I I went to her in February and I said, hey, you know, we keep getting clients asking about, you know, these balloon arches for the photo booth, stuff like that. Is there any way that we could create a package or a vendor discount? You know, if they do book through us, you know, they're kind of getting you know, something comped or just discounted a little bit because they are booking the photo booth. And she's like, yeah, let's come up with something, you know, like if they're booking you guys, I would love to, you know, help source those materials and, you know, just help your client, you know, make something really cool for a backdrop. So we have- So they are getting some kind of like a little bit of a break there. Exactly. Yeah. So we get a lot of clients asking like about- you know, that balloon backdrop, you know, the one that's orange and really cute. Our friend Ellen, she actually made that for the Shoplux event we did. And she rents out the backdrop itself and she makes a balloon arch. And that usually ranges between, you know, three and four hundred bucks. But if our client is wanting, you know, a balloon arch, you know, I'll go pick up the balloon arch for them. And usually that ranges between a hundred and two hundred bucks, you know. So how do you pick up a balloon arch? <laughs> I put it in my car. It's actually really easy. <laughs> it like actually I'm just stays together. Pick up all these balloons that oh, are yeah. already blown up and just like fit them into my car. Yeah. I have trouble fitting like a bouquet of six <laughs> balloons from Party City in really? my car. Really? Oh my gosh! No, it actually. No, I have an SUV. I'm I not saying too. I have a small car. I'm just saying it's like a lot of work, and it's like you put one in, another blows out, and then you shove that one in, and then two really? more shove out, and I'm just like. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, because it's helium. So she's using oh, yeah, she's using the little blower. So it's a lot easier to like maneuver and just put yeah. in your car okay. and then it's on the plastic strip. So it's just very, very easy to like transport. So I always yeah. just put it in the back with everything else. And she gives me a few extra balloons, you know, in case some pop. But we picked some up for this graduation party we just did and Everything went great. Not one balloon popped. It was just awesome. And so when clients are asking about doing a balloon arch, I like 
seriously recommend using her because if I were to do it, I already know like half the balloons would pop within an hour. <laughs> you but know? also it's like supporting other local businesses. Exactly. So it's like we're all kind of working together to help one mm-hmm. another out, which inspires me. It, it's like feels so daunting the thought of trying to like do these custom. But I think if I was to go out and make more – and like I said, I don't really know anyone in Richmond. That like I genuinely – don't know if there is someone that like really does this yet because I think balloon arch like businesses are kind of really popping up now Mm -hmm. kind of like cotton candy stands definitely there was like one or two and then they kind of started popping up and we literally have like one really good one in Richmond that's how small Richmond is I need to like go out and research it and look for it and make the connection and see if there's something we can work out because I just I feel like it it inspires us in our businesses. We have our standard collection, but yeah, especially like when I see your photos, it just adds variety to the photos and it's fun. It's yeah, it makes it so like, fun. You know, we're all about being creative. Yeah, so. people get so excited to see it, you know, and I feel like even going that extra step for clients and like showing them, hey, you know, we have these vendor relationships. Just making it unique Exactly. For them. Let's you know, it's only $100 more. Let's make it super fun. You know, it's one of a kind. They can have it really match like their theme and their decor and stuff like that. And I think even more so out here, people are looking for, you know, those little extra things to make it super cute and fun and just unique, you know. And so I think when they're like, okay, you know what, I have a budget. How, you know, how can we work with this? You know, I'll Max reach out. out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll reach out to Ellen. Hey, they have an extra hundred bucks. What can you make me? You know, she's like, oh, okay, cool. Like I'll make them this arch. What colors, what color balloons do they want? You know, do they want it draping down to the ground? Do they want it up on a wall somewhere? So I always try to take initiative and kind of do the legwork for my clients, especially since this is an add-on. And then, right. you know, Ellen, she gets the extra money. And then it makes it easier for them to add this on because exactly. you are willing. And ultimately, honestly, like I, I don't know if you do this, but if I were you, I would do this because mm-hmm. I always do this when someone's ordering like a step and repeat. You should be charging up a little bit yeah, for your time going back and forth. Mm-hmm. You know, you're the one providing them the vendor yeah. recommendation. Definitely. And you're the one doing all the back and forth and like you know you you said you pick up the balloon art so mm-hmm. that's even a way for you to kind of make money like exactly. you're making a vendor relationship they're making money and then you're actually making money off of it but ultimately the client is not seeing this and this and this fee they're just yeah. seeing it as like this one you know two three hundred dollar package to add this custom exactly. balloon arch yep. backdrop so yeah. I think that's really cool yeah and then it just makes us all work together and create that community which I love you know so are there any other backdrops that you have added into your collection lately like that aren't custom? I know you've been adding to your collection since you and I have like known each other. So what's the update with that? <laughs> so, you know, we always try to go for quality backdrops and it's very, very important to us. And we finally found a backdrop supplier that we actually really love. And it also happens to be our sponsor for this episode. Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to work with them. Every booth, they're amazing. Their collection is so pretty. And I actually really fell in love with everything when I went on their website. I like, you know, I saw that they followed us on Instagram. And I was like, Katie, go look at their website right now. Look at how cute this. I love their collection. Yeah, it's amazing. And they have so many cool backdrops and just everything that they do. It's very much on brand, I would say, to our brands as well. And it's just, it's beautiful. I love it. They really align with our brands. Yeah. Like the podcast brand and then like Desert Luna and mm-hmm. Badass Booth. And one thing I love about the pillow tension style that they offer, it's really straight and modern looking. Yeah. That really fits my brand. So Honestly, I really judge companies by their website. And if I don't feel like your website is quality, I'm not going to want to invest hundreds of dollars on your product. So that's something I love about every booth, you know, and kind of why I chose them for backdrops and like why you were so excited to send me them when we found them because their website is so sleek Mm -hmm. and we love everything that they they do, including the photo booths because they also make photo booths. So they actually make photo booths and backdrops and they even have one – blog posts about props and we were both like oh my gosh like even they're you know they're not selling props but they just were making like I think it was from like a couple years Mm -hmm. ago but it was like 
you know, we were doing our research and because we found this website and we're like, <laughs> we want to see everything that this company offers. So yeah. we were like looking at their website and we found this one blog post and Sarah sent it to me and she's like, even like their prop suggestions are 100% <laughs> us. Like they could be yeah. us, you know? So they're like the backdrop and photo booth maker yeah. that we would strive to be if that's what we were doing. So oh, I actually have the double, like a double sided backdrop for them. It's marble and hot pink. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I just recently added it to our collection. I've been wanting to add marble forever and I am so excited. I can't wait to so get cute. it out into the wild. <laughs> it is so cute. We we ended up getting a standard black because we really needed one. We had, you know, one that we got when we first got our booth and it just wasn't, you know, up to standards for us. We were like, okay, we need right. a black one that's really solid. And then we got a pink one as well. And I already used the black one. Everyone loved it. The photos look so good. good. Yeah, the quality is beautiful. Just everything. And it even like zips on the bottom. You know, there's no sagging. It just looks so clean and minimalistic. I love it. So I am so excited to use those more and more. And if you guys didn't know, they're actually going to be at the Photo Booth Expo next year. And if we go, I cannot wait to see their photo booths in person. I'm so yes. excited about it. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, they're actually located in the UK. So yeah. Sarah is very, very, very excited. I'm like to a little kid. Meet them. <laughs> I know. You're like, I love your company. <laughs> yes. I'm like a kid in a candy store. You know, I would say they are just so unique and their stuff really stands out to me because their photo booth models are actually all handcrafted and I just yeah I love watching the process of it and it's just beautiful and so Randall and I said you know maybe in a year or two we might add one of their models to our photo booth collection because it's very mid-century mod Palm Springs and I would love to see it out here in the desert. And since we do a lot of custom backdrops out here, you know, our standard collection is still growing. So I'm really excited to just keep expanding with backdrops, you know, using every booth. They have so many cool products and just filling up our, you know, backdrop collection for our clients. You know, some people don't want to do custom backdrops with like the balloons and the florals and stuff because they just don't have the budget. So I feel like this really helps us give like our collection that variety and still have like that quality and it still matches our brand you know yeah and like also just kind of like what you said about staying on brand and keeping that quality and just being like curated I guess to sum it up it's like yeah too many options is not always a good thing so it's like having quality options and less is more but really having a solid stock for those clients that don't want custom they just genuinely want the like more modern look mm-hmm. or or a simple look, not even just modern, you know, but like just exactly. a simple look or just that are intimidated by the idea of a custom. Like they just mm-hmm. – they're already like at their wits end planning and it's not even about budget. They're just kind of like, we just want to pick this yeah. or, you know, we added you a month before and just having like a small solid stock, you know. Exactly. And then I feel like if you give a client too many options sometimes, it's really hard for them to decide because they're going back and forth with all these color choices already for their wedding or their event. And they're I feel spending. like it's too busy. Yeah. Having like variety. That's mm-hmm. great. I just mean when you have – you have so many. Oh, when there's like 30 to what 50. What are you representing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It gets to that point of just being a little overbearing, I feel like. And, you know, we are spending a ton of money. And these backdrops cost a ton, you know. So it's like – why not invest? Money. Yeah, why not invest in some solid pieces that are going to go a long way, you know? So, what about sequins backdrops? You know, when we first started out, that was kind of all that was available to us. So, we got black and white mermaid sequins, and then they can transform into the gold. You know, they're really nice quality. They cost us 100 100 to 150 dollars from Tapsnap. But I love your sequins backdrops so much, and I just love how much they pop. They're so beautiful. So where did you get your backdrops? So I will say they were not 100 to $150, <laughs> so you got a steal on that. Mine were 
much more expensive. Okay. But the company that I got them from, unfortunately, no longer exists. I'm so sad because Aww. they really had yeah. quality curtains and they stopped selling them. So I stocked up on them before they closed, even though they were like really expensive and it was definitely an investment. But I've still been looking to kind of find a vendor that I really love for the curtain style and like mm-hmm. sequins. Um, but that's why I'm so thankful for a company like Every Booth, you know, because they're kind of solving the pain of having to look online, not really knowing what you're getting, you know, even though they're not necessarily in the market for like sequins and curtains, which I don't want a ton of those anyway, because that's not my not my brand. I just wanted like a couple really classic ones, but I really feel comfortable ordering from them. And I just like love the products that they have. And I love like the sleek look. Um, so if you are looking for pill attention, every booth, but to answer your question, if you're looking at sequin backdrops, mm-hmm. I can't really help because, <laughs> you know, I've ordered from some places on yeah. Etsy and I've tried out a couple places and I, I can't recommend them. I don't love – Yeah. I don't – I'm not in love with the quality because I do have such quality sequins with my silver and my gold that I have a really high it, – it's a really high bar. Oh, for so. sure. I know when I saw your gold and your silver, you just really see the quality – just in the photos alone, you know, and I just was like, oh my gosh, where did she get these? These are so beautiful. And I remember you just telling me, man, I wish they were still in business, but they're not, but they provided, you know, so many beautiful ones. So it sucks. I wish there were (laughs) some out there like that because I just love just how like solid they look. Just beautiful. Yeah. Same. So going on the topic of like adding to your collection and just like where to find backdrops, how do you and Randall find backdrops? Like when you see a backdrop, not like where, but when you see a backdrop, how do you know if it's like the one that you want? How (laughs) how do you know if it fits in your brand? This is really hard because I would buy backdrops that I absolutely love, but then you have to kind of think, okay, is the client going to use that? Yes. You know, it's our money that we're spending. So it's like, okay. We have to think about the client every time we are buying backdrops. It's like be on brand, Mm -hmm. but don't go crazy. Exactly. Because you don't want to scare people off either. Like, And then you still want your photos to really stand out and pop and just be very much on brand to who you guys are, you know? So when we're researching and looking at stuff, you know, every booth had this really cute pink tropical backdrop. It's very Desert Luna. I wanted it yeah. so bad. And then – And then it to me, you're like, should I yes, get this? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, honestly, like, okay. I mean, you can still buy it in the future. Yes. But it was just between the tropical one or the black. Yeah. And you just really needed – like you were looking like to get one. standard ones. And you just really needed a standard black one. Mm-hmm. So I was like, no, you need to you need to get this yeah. one. Yeah, and Randall was like, okay, you know what? It comes down to what the client's going to request for a wedding or an event. Um, I love the tropical one and we'll probably get it, you know, in the next couple months. <laughs> so I feel like once we start showing off the new ones we just got, people are going to like see it. They're going to be excited. You know, it's a soft pretty pink it's really pretty once people start using it I feel like it's just gonna put it like plant little seeds in their head and then they're gonna be like oh do you have anything tropical you know and so then I'll be like oh yes we do (laughs) so once we finally get it it's gonna be so nice because I cannot wait to use a pink tropical backdrop because it'll just be cute I really liked it. Yeah. And you can still get in there. Me too. So I always like to have the the variety of like solid backdrops. I used to call it like a plain backdrop, but I feel like that, you know, makes it not as attractive, I guess. So I started calling it solid backdrops. Um, you know, we have white, black, and pink. And then we have, you know, the gold sequence, the black sequence, the white sequence. And, you know, that's six solid backdrops that look really good. And then, you know, they do have the option to do like the mermaid swipe, which we've had people do that in the past. I just don't like how it really looks in pictures because I feel like it's too distracting. It's not on brand for me. Mm-hmm. So I refuse to have the mermaid yeah. backdrops. Yeah, it's hard. Personally, <laughs> I've seen so many people with them yeah. and they they do look really good. Mm-hmm. I, I do like them. Like especially there's like this one rosy gold pink one that I like. Mm-hmm. But specifically just for badass, yeah. that brand, it just doesn't fit that brand. It's not that I don't like the backdrop. It's just for my brand, it doesn't work. Exactly. Yeah, and I would love to get – um 
probably like one of those copper gold backdrops eventually just to add yeah. another sequence. Um, but maybe I'm, I'm always at the point where I'm like either the copper gold or like rosé color or like a pink sequence where it's like that big sequence one. So I keep going back and forth with that. But that is definitely on our list for the future too, just to add something, you know, cute to the wedding world. <laughs> well, I'm excited to see it expand. The yeah, I'm excited too. Expand in a curated way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So Katie, how do you find inspiration to purchase or find these, you know, unique backdrops? I'm always looking all the time trying to fit stuff that matches Desert Luna. How do you find stuff to fit badass? So I'm actually going to say let's talk about props for this because I feel like for the backdrops, Mm -hmm. you know, I usually just – it really comes down to like where – like what availability I have for what resources Mm -hmm. that I can like buy the backdrops from, you know. Um. So like every booth, you know, I'm kind of limited there, but I just make sure that I'm curated when I am buying a backdrop. I'm like, I I ask myself two questions. Will my client want this? Mm -hmm. Like, will it be popular or do I just really like it? And is it going to sit in my closet hanging up forever? Um, And then the second question is, is this badass? Like, is this a badass, modern, edgy backdrop? Like, does it fit that? Um, And you know, if it, depending on the answer, you know, that's kind of how I go about like finding unique backdrops or just like buying those. But props, I can say there is like a plethora of options. So (laughs) as far as my, you know, my process for props, it kind of goes hand in hand. It's all about knowing your brand and staying true to what's going to showcase your vibe. And if you're a modern photo booth, I recommend having mostly modern backdrops and props, even if you know, you have a few fancy ones, they should be, should kind of have like modern elements. Like for example, if you have a velvet backdrop, maybe get a modern color, like deep navy or black, you know, Mm -hmm. just kind of making sure that it carries the vibe and the standard that your brand is representing for the client. It doesn't mean that it has to be like so, you know, cookie cutter. Yeah. It's just about will this attract my ideal client? Mm -hmm. So you won't see a ton of floral backdrops in my badass collection. Exactly. Because that's not that's just badass. not the brand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Imagine I feel like it would have to be like black roses or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's just bringing this like feminine edge mm-hmm. that I don't really represent yeah. too much. So the same can be said for props though. I think prop cur- curating is so important. Oh, definitely. I wanted to ask you too um, – do you ever have like a product shoot or anything like that with your props and your backdrops? Do you do anything fun so with I, that? Yeah, I have in the past. I did it in the last two years. I haven't done it this year because I've actually been focusing a lot on the business side of things. Mm-hmm. But a studio actually opened up here in Richmond that I am so excited to use. I was previously using um, another studio and they turned it into an office so they no longer rent it out. Um, for like photo shoots, but I'm going to rent the studio very soon and set up the booth and just get a bunch of like fun prop photos and like backdrop photos. So I'm really, really excited. That's awesome. Yeah. I always like to set up our photo booth and like one of our backdrops, you know, I just did the standard white and I would get, you know, our, our little props and stuff. I feel like they just really come to life when you take photos and just make it really cute. And you kind of find – And it gives you Instagram content. Yeah, and you kind of find what your brand is all about through just, you know, taking photos of the products that you do have, you know. And so I think right. it's just really important to do that too. And then you're making your own content, like you said, and – you know, just making everything unique to your brand and your business. So I just think you, it's fun. You have the camera. Yeah, like, exactly. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Like just set your booth up mm-hmm. and let it do its thing. Oh, you don't for have to sure. Be and I think that's what makes, you know, everyone so unique. And, you know, our first purchase after buying our photo booth was actually from Amber Propmaster. And, you know, we wanted to buy all these cute props from her and, you know, she's very high quality, high end. Like I, I love, her love her props. 
And I, I knew, yeah. <laughs> we always talk about her. Oh, we do, for sure. And I knew, like, I wanted her part of, you know, our prop collection. And yeah, I, the first thing I looked at was, you know, what what do we want to get? You know, what's Desert Luna? And so we got the Seguro, the little flamingo she has, you know, the sun. She's made so many props for us, you know, throughout the last year or so. And I always try to get props that just match our vibe, you know. And so when we were doing our last product shoot, you know, I was just starting to play with them and mess around. And, you know, I'm just holding them up, taking photos of them. And they just come to life, you know, and it's just so cute. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And they're just high quality. So exactly. it sounds like you really picked everything from the start that just was part of your brand. Oh, definitely. So pretty much. <laughs> if, you, if you're listening and you need an example of like – you know, curating for your brand. There you go. Yeah. Like Sarah is Desert Sun. So she picked, you know, a, just a ton of things that were like desert mm-hmm. vibes. And you have other things like a unicorn mask yeah. and, you know, things that like are just going to be fun. But overall, the main theme that you have going in your props are providing that fun desert mm-hmm. vibe. Yeah. We, when we actually did our pool party, it was a fiesta. And literally all of our props, she she was like, I can't believe you brought in all these custom props for our Fiesta. And I'm like, well, that's just our props. <laughs> right. You know, awesome. it had like a margarita glass, the Seguro, right. tacos, the sun. That's what we do for our clients. Exactly. And so she left us a review saying, oh my gosh, they even brought in all these custom props for our party. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> So that was just like, but also slightly probably like, why did you say that? Yes. I don't want future clients exactly. To think that that's what <laughs> I know. So it just was very on point to their party, and I'm just like, yep, that's very Desert Luna. If you know, if you would have known or looked at our website, you would have known more. You know, <laughs> right? She just found us through Instagram, so um, it was just funny that she was like, yes, we got all these cool props. So. Um, when we were, you know, picking out all these props, you know, I had friends saying, those aren't going to last. You know, they're kind of expensive. Don't waste your time or money. Go to Dollar Tree, buy these. And I was like, no, we have to have these. Are you kidding me? If we're anybody, we're going to be quality products and props and backdrops. This was so important to us. You know, we purchased some cute sunglasses that everyone wanted to wear And we just make sure we stay up to trend with everything, you know. And we're only spending between, I would say, $3 to $10 max on sunglasses. And they're super cute and fun. Every every girl that goes and uses our booth tries to steal them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Don't get me started on sunglasses. I've had to approach so many people. I do it as professionally as possible. But (laughs) – I also try to stand up for my it's company so sometimes awkward. because yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter how cheap they are. It's about the fact that I take time to source the items and provide quality products for my clients. And if they're stealing them, then they're stealing from me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they genuinely just forget and that's yeah. okay. But I I, I can think of two times mm-hmm. that I've like wanted to cut someone. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> they blatantly put them in their purse I w- and like made it a point oh, to steal man. them. I was so – so mad so for that reason i don't spend a a ton on sunglasses because you do have to just know that like they can get stolen whether by accident or on purpose or they can get they just get damaged really quickly Mm -hmm. like people are like changing props really fast and they like fall on the ground and they get scratched up or sometimes people step on them on accident so when it comes to those things you know i i don't spend too much i spend kind of maybe like you know between five and fifteen yeah like kind of like what you said Mm -hmm. but for things like heart pillows and Amber's props, you know, those are one of a kind and they really stand out to our clients. So I'm willing to budget and invest more and replace them more often if I need to. Um, but, you know, I feel like they they really go a long way with our clients. So and also just kind of going with the principle if you want to be a cheap, cheap booth, buy cheap props. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, people are paying us a lot of money to have, you know, this amazing photo booth experience. And so I just feel like it's important to provide that service back, you know, and make sure everything is on point. And I feel like just providing those props that fit within your booth and your vibe, you know, it's so important. So how do you find those props that really match your vibe? Yeah. So, you know, I think we kind of started talking about this earlier and maybe got sidetracked, but 
as for me just curating and selecting props that are on brand, I start by thinking if I were my client, you know, Mm -hmm. coming into Badass Booth, what kind of props would light up my eyes? You know, like what would I be so excited to see? And then I'm just like never really seen before. I mean, literally just pretty much everyone that comes in my into my booth, they're like, I've never seen props like this. Yeah. <laughs> you have the most amazing props. You have the best props in town. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people really like they stand out. People know right away. They're like, I just want to say your prop collection is so unique and amazing. Yeah. Like they've just never seen anything like it. Mm-hmm. And so the reason is because I that's like what I have in my head when I'm picking out props. So you have to be really, really picky and stay true to your brand and not select like super cheap things. And I don't mean money-wise necessarily. I just mean if it looks like it's cheap quality, yeah. then that's a cheap prop. Like don't like necessarily get it. And props. sometimes <laughs> – Yeah, and sometimes those are fun. Yeah. Like there can be times for like a cheap prop. But just overall like for your standard collection, you shouldn't be picking things that look like they have their terrible quality. Mm-hmm. And I try to pick things that people have never really seen before. And, you know, by people, I just kind of mean my clients, like those people that are outside of the photo booth industry. Mm-hmm. And they might not be wearing a crazy fur coat to the party, but it's the first thing that they're going to grab when they see it in the photo booth because I'm giving them a chance to be their true selves for a minute and just kind of like rock something that they've you yeah. know, might not otherwise have ever tried on. And same goes for like glasses. You know, not everyone has the confidence to wear glasses that say cool mm-hmm. in big letters. Yeah. <laughs> but it's everyone's favorite pair in the photo booth. And they have a second to just like try it on, be crazy, so and take cute. fun photos. So I'm just giving them permission. Like I'm providing something that they don't have to invest their money in, yeah. but they can like for one second just be like crazy and have fun with it. Yeah, I love seeing all the photos you have of like the guys putting on the fur coat with the cool glasses or the rock and roll glasses. (laughs) Guys love the wig. Oh my gosh. And the fur coat (laughs) and the lobster claws. I love it. And the cool glasses. Yeah. Those are what guys love. (laughs) And like older gentlemen, their favorite is the wig. And it's usually because they started balding and so they get to wear this like pink and purple ensemble (laughs) that's hilarious I know you have a few custom props like we do so how do you find inspiration for those then so for the custom side of things you know with props like we talked about with backdrops if you have the imagination you can make it even if you don't have a sewing machine you know like we we talked about earlier just find someone who does or pay them buy them dinner Sarah and I, you know, we're definitely not in the the business of making custom props. I know you've made a couple um, just because of the amount of work that goes into them. And personally, I don't make them like I have a friend that helps me do it. But I, I don't know, Sarah, would you like ever be interested, you and Randall, and like, you know, ever taking custom orders? Oh, I think <laughs> Randall would actually be down for that. I don't think he minds it. Um, yeah. You know, we've done a couple hashtag pillows for a couple other food, photo booth owners out there. We've made hearts. Those things are really, you know, easy, easy-ish for us to They're make, fun. you know, and just fun. Yeah. yeah. So he really likes to do that stuff and it just gives him that creative outlet. He's kind of, you know, the whole sewing guru behind all of right. our imagination and stuff. And so I think even if he made like a standard backdrop, I think he would be okay with that. Well, easy-ish, yeah. as you say. Like, just FYI. It takes time, custom, but we've made enough. <laughs> items not cheap. There's a lot of work that goes exactly. into it, you know, but I think it's important to invest in your props a little bit. So if you are looking to have a few a few custom orders, reach out to Sarah and Randall, Yeah, I guess, if you're open to it. Yeah, definitely. To get information on more information on props. Just because I, I just feel like you guys just do such an amazing mm-hmm. job, you know? Yeah, because um, I feel like when Randall's actually sewing it up, you know, he tries to practice it when we made you the hashtag pillow. That was his third time around. And we try to source really good material. And he actually – like double stitches it so it's really solid and right. it won't fall secure. apart. Yeah. Yeah, I really like mm-hmm. it. It's definitely more secure than the previous one that I had. I liked the other one, but I've already had to like t- like yeah. touch it out, yeah. like sew it by hand. So awesome. um, for items that are not custom though, you know, um, you have items that are easy to buy like lobster claws, the unicorn mask, you know, for that kind of thing. I recommend places like Bando, Amazon, and cheap sunglass websites online. Yeah, definitely. So. 
I always like to go to Target. I think Target is a great resource. Yeah, good one. yeah, it's awesome. And they have so many cute things. I just, you know, when you're at Target, look around. See what's around you. There's just a whole bunch of different. Or on Target.com. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of different aisles you can walk around and see stuff. And you're just like, oh, my gosh, that would be a cute prop, you know, and just buy yeah, it. think outside the box. <laughs> exactly. Think outside the box for your brand. Mm-hmm. But Listeners, if you have any other recommendations, message us so we can share. Ultimately, we want everyone to create a unique business for themselves, and that is why we are so passionate about sharing our resources and inspiration for this episode. But just keep in mind that it's important to stay true to finding backdrops and props that fit your brand and make your business stand out. You know, the more curated you can be, the more, you know, your business is going to stand out to your clients and in the market. So I would just really encourage people to not just like, you know, for lack of a better word, don't just copy other booth owners. Yeah. It's important that you're buying props that and and backdrops that are true to your brand and not just like replicating that of another brand. Definitely. Because that's not going to help you stand out, especially in your market. Mm-hmm. And copying is not cool, people. <laughs> no, it's not cool. So the point of this episode is we hope, obviously, that you have resources to, to go off of. Mm-hmm. But then from there, we want to inspire creativity for you to create your own ideas within these resources and then really, really help your brand stand out. Like we want to see your brand just like really make an impact in the industry. Definitely. And, you know, we've had several people ask about our favorite resources. So we hope these answer some of these questions for you guys. If you do have any additional questions or just want to reach out to us, you know, message us on Instagram, join our creative photo booth podcast group. We're all conversing through that as well. Or you can send us an email at creativephotoboothpodcast at gmail.com. And we are so happy to always extend the conversation with you guys. You know, if there is something that we did not cover, let us know. We'd love to chat with you guys. Um, This is something that we love doing and just striking up those conversations like we say every week, you know. And so your conversation is so important to us. Yeah. Definitely. And we will be back next week with another episode. But in the meantime, be sure to subscribe on iTunes so that you never miss an episode and leave us a review with your kind words. We really love hearing from you guys. And if you have it in your heart or want to support the podcast, we are doing this in our own free time, just, you know, kind of to put this out there for you guys and have fun with it. So, you know, any donations or support that you can offer really helps us continue this conversation. Definitely. And before we go, be sure to check out Every Boost collection of backdrops. Their website is amazing. It will seriously expand your collection. We cannot recommend their company enough for backdrops, photo booth models, their company as a whole. We really stand behind what they do. They are our sponsor for this episode and are offering a code to listeners for discounted shipping. Mm. So we will link that in our episode description. You know, they are in the UK, so shipping can be expensive. So this is going to be awesome for you guys. I'm so excited about it. Yes, definitely check them out and show them some love. Their company is awesome. But In the meantime, that is all. So we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Hey, guys. This episode is brought to you by Every Booth, manufacturers of the world's most luxurious photo booths. Every Booth designs wooden photo booths for people who want to create a premium and unique photo booth company. Their photo booths are beautiful, practical, and built to last. They not only sell high-quality photo booth models, they also help you learn how to market your photo booth effectively and grow your photography business. Katie and I are so excited to share the Every Booth brand with you all as we love their company, their mission, and all of their products. Every Booth has recently launched their light model with an easier setup than ever before. The light model is designed with the wedding photographer and busy event professional in mind. It involves just two minutes of setup with no tools required. Its features include a light portable photo booth with a dual height tripod, a professional DSLR camera, rear slideshow and sharing screen, as well as an additional printing option. You just set it up, switch it on and go. How cool is that? Be sure to check out every booth and all of their premium photo booth models and products, including 
premium backdrops. We've linked their website and all of their info in the episode description below. That's a wrap on the Creative Photo Booth Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and download so we can keep this conversation going. We want to hear from you. So send us an email at creativephotoboothpodcast at gmail.com. We'll be taking questions and requests. So let us know if there's a topic you want to hear. Until then, we'll see you next Thursday.